Hey friends, today I want to talk a little bit about uh, why my name is Birth Awakening Everywhere, because uh, if you haven't figured out yet, I uh, have in the past been a doula. I am still a childbirth educator and uh, birth work is something that kind of stays in your bones. You don't uh, you don't try it on for a moment and then like it never leaves you. Right. And especially having had five children over the course of 12 years. Um, yeah, birth work is a huge part of my worldview, my identity. Um, one of my favorite quotes is by uh, an indigenous midwife named Robin Lim, and she says that birth is the most powerful initiation to spirituality that a woman can have. And I very much agree with that. I think it's very uh, relevant. So my own birth experiences have given rise to a deep passion for helping and healing other women. Uh, I want to awaken others to their own innate potential for joy power and trust in themselves. For me, this journey has led to unassisted birth or free birth. Above all, giving birth is about finding, trusting, and owning your power as a woman. Unassisted birth is obviously not for everyone, and it's not a journey to be taken lightly either. Each of my five children's births have taught me very profound things about birth, life, respect, choices, and empowerment, or a lack thereof. And in the end, my personal experiences led me to trust in the experience of unassisted birth. So here's all that, how all that unfolded. Uh, when I was only 18, I had my first baby. I was scared of just about everything and immensely fearful about the whole process. Uh, I didn't know the first thing about babies, birth, or even my own body. I'd actually never even held another, like held a baby or been around like little children. I was an only child of only children. So However, I did know that I didn't want anything done to me that wasn't absolutely necessary. I, I wanted to retain my autonomy. I did not want to be messed with medically. So that single-minded objection led me to find a standalone birth center with midwives, which, you know, what a gem in the middle of rural Texas in 1999. I had a quick gentle birth and I felt so relieved to have avoided the hospital. After that, I felt grateful. I felt lucky but not exactly powerful or strong. I kind of just felt like I dodged a bullet. So I had really only built a new construct of fear around my ideas of birth. Hospital is bad, birth center is good. You know, our, how our brains like to um, put things in nice little neat boxes. Uh, so I knew that birth did not have to happen with drugs and doctors, but I still had a lot of like mental emotional baggage about how my body worked and what was or was not possible. And uh, my second birth was a hospital birth but not a bad experience. I remember, um, I remember being devastated hearing that the birthing center was closing because it meant that there was nowhere else to go. I had to go to a hospital, and so I was, I was really very worried about that. And mind you, I was, I was 18 with my first birth. I was 21 with my second baby, so I was already, you know, a mama and in the thick of it. Um, so I, I managed to have a pretty straightforward birth. It was an induction, but it was, it was pretty intervention free at the hospital. Um, there were parts of it that left me with some regret, but, um, you know, I of course felt fortunate to have a healthy baby by all experiences. I had a good, a good birth, but it was just, you know, I got through it. It was like, whew. okay, so there's a taboo in all our culture about, women speaking out about their feelings in situations like these. 
Um, I should feel lucky. I should feel grateful. I shouldn't complain. I shouldn't feel like this. Um, so I pushed my feelings aside and focused on the culturally appropriate gratitude that I was supposed to be feeling instead. But a seed of discontent had been planted. I knew that the hospital was not where I felt comfortable giving birth. But, you know, once it's done, it's done. And I definitely was not having any more kids. Definitely not. Um, then I got divorced and then I got remarried and uh, I had three more children. So at the time I was like, well, whatever, definitely not. But then once I found myself expecting again, almost five years later, I knew I wanted a home birth. There was no way I wanted to go back to the hospital. It was like bone deep. I needed to have a home birth. But there were no midwives available to me. I was desperate. I was driven. And so I started researching my options and I came across unassisted birth. I actually came across uh, a book called Spiritual Midwifery and I devoured it and it felt like the most life-giving, nourishing stories full of women who were just giving birth. And this was in, you know, the hippie days on the farm in Tennessee back in uh, the 1960s and 70s. It was Ina Mae Gaskin uh, as the author of Spiritual Midwifery. Uh, she has since come up to be uh, perhaps a problematic person in certain circles, but whatever. The medicine that she offered me at the time was beautiful and just what was needed. And I have much gratitude about that. So, this concept of free birth or unassisted birth really gave me hope, uh, more so than a typical hospital birth. And so I prepared for having an unassisted birth with my third baby, um, practically speaking. Uh, most unfortunately, in spite of my screaming intuition at the last moment, I ended up going to the hospital anyway. Uh, why? I was full of fear, full of stress. Uh, later, I recognized that I was also probably in transition and didn't even know it. So in the middle of labor, yes, you can be in labor and not know it. It's crazy what our bodies can do. Um, and I, I ended up, uh, I was, I felt really unsupported except by my husband. Like it was, it felt like me and him against the world. We were very much, you know, swimming upstream and we didn't have a lot of allies at the time. And, uh, I did make the mistake of asking the wrong people for advice and support. And I was, I allowed myself to be misled. I do not go so far as to say that I was not, you know, responsible and that, you know, it happened to me. No, I take responsibility for my role in choosing to listen to the wrong advice. So, you know, and, and wrong and right, whatever the experience is what it is. There's always, you know, a silver lining and some, some wisdom that I can glean out of it. So, um, I did not get my unassisted birth with my third baby. What I did get was, uh, physically assaulted at the hospital. That experience was one of the worst of my life. Uh, and it was a very defining experience. Um, it was abuse, both medic, both physical and emotionally at the hands of medical professionals who were supposed to be helping me. I did in fact have a quote unquote natural birth. Shouldn't I feel glad? There's that shoulding again, right? The hospital staff treated me as if I should have felt grateful to them for saving me from my unassisted birth plans. That was really fucking galling. I left that hospital broken, wounded, and profoundly damaged. I wanted to put that birth experience behind me. I didn't talk about an assisted birth for a long time. I tried instead to distance myself from what had happened, even though it would all come rushing back to me in excruciating detail whenever I'd let myself stop and think about it. 
again, I, uh, I thought, okay, well, third baby, messed it up. Well, I'm definitely done. Definitely not having any more kids. When I found myself expecting my fourth, I was both excited and terrified. I wondered if maybe this was a chance to, you know, finally have that unicorn, the perfect birth, as if there is such a thing. Um, but I did wonder maybe I could help heal some of the wounds of my previous trauma. But I was afraid to try for an unassisted birth. Um, I wasn't ready. But I did want a home birth. I knew that I would do whatever it took. And, and I did. I was able to have a great, easy home birth. A perfect, healthy baby, easy recovery time. Um, I was really, really grateful. I was really happy that um, giving birth in my apartment with just my husband and two of my friends who were midwives, like that was epic and wonderful. Um, but I knew that I still had some scars, you know, some some emotional scars that were shadowing over me. Um, I couldn't change, you know, what happened before, but um, you know, I thought maybe having a perfectly lovely home birth would, you know, kind of displace that memory. But you know, our memories don't really work that way. And um, yeah, so four kiddos, right? And then um, let's see what happens next, because I was definitely done after four. Four is like heading into you know crazy people territory. Nobody has more than four kids, right? That's just like so many. Oh my god. Definitely not having more than four. Anyway, I drove a Mazda 5 at the time, which is a six-seater. So, like, we fit in that car, and the seats were all taken up. That's all I had. Um, so, let's see. This was, this was in December of, well, 2011 is the year that I lost my mama and the year that I had my fifth baby. So in January of that year, I lost my mama and pretty much immediately found out I was expecting a fifth baby. Oh my gosh. So, you know, way to, way to give me the double whamm whammies universe. Um, so, uh, you know, heavy, heavy in the, in the process of grieving my mama and moving into, uh, you know, in moving houses, I realized that maybe, just maybe, I was actually better set up than I'd ever been before. And so I searched my heart, I searched my mind, and I really felt that this birth experience could be an opportunity to regain trust in myself if I was able to face my fears and heal my trauma from the past. I had a lot of inner work that I knew I needed to do in order to prepare for having another baby, especially if I wanted to have an unassisted birth. If it was to be everything healing and wonderful, like I deeply believed that birth could be. I Like I believed it and because I, I saw it in other people and I really wanted it for myself. Um, now my husband at the time was, you know, skeptical. <laughs> my husband at the time. My husband was skeptical at the time about going for an unassisted birth again because he also had trauma, you know, as much as I can focus on my own trauma of the attempted unassisted birth and then being like brutalized at the hospital, like that was traumatic for him as well, right? Um, he didn't want to see that happen to me and our, our other baby again. So he wanted me to see the midwife at first. Um, 
And I told her I, I was really feeling called to, you know, unassisted birth, to free birth. And um, I thought, well, I just have to convince my husband to, to let me birth the way that I want to give birth. And after thinking along those lines for a little bit, I got angry. I realized, wait a minute, this is my body and I need to reclaim it. So I need to shift the focus and trust in myself to feel less like a cargo ship and more like a human being. Nobody can let me do anything. I can let myself. So I spoke to him about it and I told him that I really wanted his support, but that ultimately my decision was made. I would not use a midwife this time. I needed to birth my way to follow my own intuition in order to heal fully. I was actually kind of a bitch about it. And you know what he said? He actually got excited that I had summoned this ferocity and he said, this is the kind of commitment that we both need in order to have a positive free birth. He never doubted me again after that and we quit seeing the midwife. Sometime later, I realized I had to write down the story of my third birth in order to relive it, release it, and ultimately grow from it. Um, I never realized that, you know, writing has really been such a powerful tool for me over my whole life. And I was able to really channel my emotions as like a catharsis. It was almost, um, it was like an exorcism of all the bad emotions and fears and doubts and, you know, guilt and shame that I didn't even realize I had around uh, Claire's birth. And so I set out to write her birth story. And when I was expecting her, when I had that, that pregnancy that turned into the birth from hell, let's say, uh, I had participated in like online forums and stuff and I was writing to people here and there and I'd save these little snippets of, you know, my effectively journal, journal, um, entries from that time in my life. And all those years, uh, I had never gone back to read them. And so it was a really big process to, collect all these snippets and really go back, read and relive and put together the story of her birth. And it's actually posted on my blog. It's, um, I believe it's called, uh, oh, I don't remember what it's called. Something about trauma and healing. Um, I can link it in the description, but uh, her, her birth story was written in the midst of my fifth pregnancy, aided by these little snippets of journal entries and stuff. And I remember just crying and crying and crying. And it took me, you know, probably a couple of weeks to write it all down and to put that to put that blog post together. And I didn't realize at the time I was writing a blog post. I was just I was just pouring out pain onto the keyboard and um giving it a container other than in my body, right? In my mind, in my, in my subconscious. I remember multiple times having to stop typing because I, was, because I was crying so hard in releasing stuff I didn't realize I held in me. And, and there is almost five years between my, my middle child and my fifth, my last. So pain, uncertainty, and fear crept up on me again and again as my fifth pregnancy went on. I addressed it bit by bit. I faced my fears and deconstructed them instead of fueling them. 
I owned my pain. I really stepped in and allowed myself to experience it, to, you know, instead of labeling my emotions as bad or good, just observing them and giving them the space to expand and, you know, hit that crescendo and then release. And so I really learned a lot about how to manage my emotional storms in that pregnancy. I forgave myself. I forgave the so-called professionals who hurt me. I forgave my body for the physical pain that still plagued me many years after. Um, it was really re-traumatizing myself in, in a way. And I know that there's like, I know we have therapists and I know there's like things like that. I didn't have access to those things. So I did what I needed to do in the moment. Um, would I do it differently today with better access to resources and maybe finances and things? It's hard to say. I don't know. Probably, maybe. But regardless, um, it, it, was, it was what I needed to do at the time. Sometimes the most terrifying dark places in our psyche are precisely where we need to shine the light of curiosity, of full feeling, in order to ground ourselves in the truth of what actually happened to us so that we can have a solid place from which we can move on. So my fifth unassisted free birth pr proved to be exactly the healing salve that I so deeply needed. I am full of gratitude for all of my birth experiences. Actually, especially my third birth, I have gratitude for my trauma because it made me who I am today. It wasn't until my last two babies, my home births, that I began the process of really healing and empowering myself. Reclaiming what I felt was taken from me was not an easy path, and I had to walk it largely alone. Not because no one supported me, but because birth is deeply personal. Like, we, our, our bodies become a portal between worlds. No one can really hold our hand through that. They can, they can be our tour guides, and they can be our cheerleaders, and they can be comforts. But the, the journey is ours to walk alone. You know, people weren't talking about birth trauma even, you know, five years ago as much as they are now. But after my last baby's birth in 2011, I found myself consumed by a desire to do something to help other women, to make sure that, you know, other people would have maybe maybe a guide, maybe just, you know, a, a compassionate, a compassionate soul to to listen to that could help them in case they were going to, you know, be faced with unsavory choices in the in the type of pregnancy and birth that they are you know able to experience we're not being given the tools or techniques that can make a difference in how we experience birth so i got into birth work because i felt compelled to realize that you know to, to help other women realize that our our journey of, of birth and pregnancy should be grounded in love and not fear so as mothers, we can educate ourselves and make informed, courageous choices about our care instead of shrinking and cowering behind a list of standard medical protocols. So after the birth of my fifth baby, I, uh, within six months, I had kind of had this cosmic download which poured out into my keyboard and in videos and in meditations and worksheets and art, so much art. Um, that was all very much an outpouring of this um, 
it was like I'd synthesized uh, uh, the the pain and the uncertainty and the fear and all the different things that I had experienced over the past, you know, 12 plus years of my journey into mamahood from, you know, maiden 18 year old, not having a clue what she was doing, never had a, held a baby through birthing and breastfeeding and parenting and learning not to lose myself in the thick of it all and learning to honor myself as, as a woman, as a mother. My entire mission in childbirth education is to expand the horizons of possibility for all of us who are desiring more, all of these, all, all, all women who are seeking healing, peace, or simply the power that comes with having real choices. So it's actually funny. Um, the first doula birth I ever attended was before I was certified as a doula. I, uh, apparently I do a lot of things in my life backwards, right? So, uh, a dear friend of mine was having her first baby when, um, when, let's see, I was pregnant with my fourth baby and she was, uh, farther along with, with her very first. And she was, you know, older than me at the time. And I remember she was just, uh, she, she was very, ready you know like she, she was she was kind of shocked at like she's gonna have a baby what are we gonna do oh my gosh and she asked me to be her doula and I was like whoa 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 what's a doula and you want me to do what you want me to go into the belly of the beast aka the hospital with you and and support you by being there I don't know this sounds weird I don't even know if I can set foot in a hospital without having a mental breakdown. And what's a doula again? That's kind of how I was at the time. And um, so that was my first birth as a doula. And I feel like I was, uh, I remember feeling like I was a total klutz and uh, not really sure what the heck I was doing. And yet um, that's not, that was not her experience, you know? Um, she ended up having, uh, she was going to have a home birth and then it was, she called me in because she was going to have a hospital birth. Like something, something, something was up and they were like, no, no, we have to induce you. You have to come into the hospital. Da, da, da. Um, and I, she ended up with a cesarean, a cesarean birth. And I remember feeling, uh, somehow ashamed or like sad. Like there was some kind of like weird residual stuff. And and this was, you know, this was before I had my free birth. This was before I had either of my home births. So I was still very much in the thick of that birth trauma from my my third baby. Uh, and then she ended up with a cesarean too. And I remember feeling guilty toward her. Like somehow it was my responsibility to like save her from the terrible trauma of her birth. And um, I remember being kind of like shocked and also, you know, very happy that I realized that I had this whole story in my head about how I had failed her somehow. But actually, she was happy with her birth. She didn't blame me for anything. And on the contrary, she still remembers and is thankful for her her birth experience because of my presence there. Um, I And 
it's just funny, like it dawned on me that her feelings about her birth were way more important than my judgments about, like, it's not even my birth. Why am I getting all hung up in my own head about my judgments about it? Her feelings are the thing that really mattered. And she was pleased and she was like, she felt so supported and so glad that she didn't have to do it alone, even if it didn't necessarily unfold the way that she'd planned. And so for me, I was like, oh, okay. So I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want to be the reason why somebody is feeling like, oh, they they made a mistake or their birth was like, you know, they didn't do it correctly. Like there's no such thing as correct. Like as much as I'm a, um, a home birth and hippie and, you know, very much all the natural crunchy things. Uh, I don't want to ever be the kind of person who is so gung-ho about natural childbirth that I end up, you know, making women who don't get to have that birth experience feel shame to themselves or small or like sad about it. Mothering is hard enough without, you know, having a heap of guilt shoved down your throat about the particulars of the kind of birth you've had. Sometimes things are simply out of our hands. So for me, the journey that I have been through toward birth work has really, it's been an outgrowth of what has happened, you know, in my own subjective experiences. And then, you know, going through training as a doula made me realize like, oh, maybe I have this like actually, you know, different, unique perspective on things because, you know, you can take a doula training before you even had children, right? So like can come from a completely different perspective um, versus someone who, you know, has already had babies of their own and has, you know, children that are kids, teens, adults. Like there is a lot of, a lot of nuance and a lot of depth to um, recognizing that my subjective experiences, you know, are not necessarily going to be the bomb that everybody needs, like for, you know, other people are going to need different things. And um, I love that birth work can be so, you know, very customizable and so unique because I feel like there's a doula out there for everybody and there's an approach that will resonate with you, whoever and whoever you are and wherever you're at with your, your feelings about your body and your feelings about your health and, you know, where you kind of really want to go with it all. So uh, for me after, you know, I felt like I was on a high after, after having my last baby. Um, I think I'm going to have to tell his birth story in like a whole nother podcast because that, that experience was really just, uh, transcendent. It was, it was incredible. And, uh, after that I had this whole, you know, I had so much pour out of me in terms of what I wanted to share with the world. And so on my website, I have, uh, it's like a PDF, but it's a book called uh, The Conscious Pregnancy Workbook. And it's kind of like uh, I channeled all my art and all my questions and all the things that I wish that, you know, if I would have had like really good, wise, like sage women around me kind of guiding me through the process of pregnancy and like, holding space for my feelings, my thoughts, my fears. Um, it's like all of that in the form of a book that you can like either print out or write in or um, 
I'm actually working on getting it published uh, as a physical thing. So at some point in the near future, you'll be able to find the Conscious Pregnancy Workbook uh, in bookstores near you. That is the that is the plan anyway. Uh, but it's this it's this gorgeous document, full color, you know, watercolor paintings and charcoal art, and uh, it really is kind of um, a bit of a magnum opus for me. So I would very much invite you to check that out and uh, see if some of my birth work stuff resonates with you. So I, as again, you know, it's, it's really uh, free birth or even just the, um, the mindset that you need to have in place to kind of have trust in your body at that very deep radical level. Um, even if you end up, you know, even if you end up giving birth uh, with with midwives or in a hospital or whatever, it doesn't necessarily matter where or how you give birth, uh, because ultimately everything starts with our mindset and our beliefs and uh, in our in our mind and in our heart. That that is where we can find true empowerment. So, if you're pregnant, I'm so excited for you, and I hope that this has been helpful and enlightening. Sending you all the love. See you next time.